This is episode 156, Building a Daily Gratitude Practice, Part 4, Talk to Plants. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Dance of Life podcast, everybody. So grateful to have you here. My name is Tudor Alexander, and I am your host for today's show. We are continuing our uh, 12-week series on daily habits. So every Monday, again, whenever you're listening to this episode, uh, but we do release these episodes on Monday. So every Monday, we're going to be looking at the daily habits to help you build a daily gratitude practice. That's part of this hella grateful challenge that I'm doing in the next couple months with the recent book that I released called The Gratitude Map. And if you haven't checked that out, go to thegratitudemap.com. Free book for you. You, know, you pay the shipping. I think it's like nine bucks or something like that. But uh, free book for you. It comes with a ton of free resources, uh, literally exclusive lessons that I've created for you. Uh, if you want to get the bonuses, there's some uh, workbook there that you can basically craft your own custom daily gratitude practice. A lot of really cool stuff. But I'm going to be breaking down some of these points in the book. And one of them is how to build a daily gratitude practice from 12 effective, really powerful habits that I have tried to incorporate in my own life, as well as, you know, you can see these as consistently powerful and proven habits in any personal growth program, any, uh, you know, religious discipline, any kind of discipline out there whatsoever. These 12 habits that I'm sharing with you are time-honored, they're simple, and they're very, very powerful. So the goal is you adopt three of them into your life. And I'll give you three suggestions for each. So you just pick at least one. Uh, But the goal is you pick three and you make your own custom daily gratitude practice. And from that, uh, you basically practice that for at least 14 days. You know, that's the hella grateful challenge. Basically try that, be consistent every day, you know, really put your heart and mind into it and practice it for 14 days and see what the difference is. And hopefully it'll inspire you to do it for the rest of your life to some degree. Even if you do one of them, for the rest of your life, I promise you it's going to make a huge difference. And if you care about success, if you care about having great relationships with people, if you care about being creative, if you care about being productive, being healthy, all these things, I can't tell you, it all comes back to gratitude, guys. It really does. You know, this is such a, a huge topic, so far reaching that it it's it's literally the other side of the coin. Life is one part learning the strategies and the science of success, Right. And the other part is the art of fulfillment, the the art of learning how to appreciate what we already have. You know, so this stuff that we're talking about today with these daily habits is that other side, which is a huge part of everything we do. So today we're talking about talking to plants. That's what we're talking about is talking to plants. That's our fourth habit. We're continuing kind of that whole theme of going outside and connecting to nature is a huge, huge part of being grateful is, is being that connected to nature. I think it's a, it's a very important part because really, ultimately, if you remember the three parts of gratitude, the three components, one of them is your ability to be present. One of them is your physiology. And the third one is what you make things mean or language. So when you go out in nature, it takes care of all three. There's no language. There's no meaning. It's just nature. It's meaningless. And that meaninglessness helps clear the slate of your chattering mind. It also helps you relax. You know, there's there's fresh air, there's better quality air on, on a magnetic field level. Those trees are helping to, to clean your own negative emotions and absorb those things They're like sponges. So your physiology is changing as well. And the third part is being present. 
You get a lot more present when you're in nature because, again, there's a lot of variety, a lot of things to look at. You can just connect to it, relax. So all three are taken care of by nature. It's it's a fundamental thing. Look, plants have all the answers. I have said this. I think I said that. In the, I've written that in the book. I truly believe plants have all the answers. They've been here longer than us. Some people even say that we are mostly fungus and we evolve from that. So there's a lot of interesting theories out there, but plants have all the answers. They've been here longer than us and they have a symbiotic relationship with us. You know, we need each other. We we provide each other with what we need and we and we can also, you know, what this chapter is or this lesson is about with talking to plants is that we're going to take that relationship, that symbiotic relationship and see that we you know we can also get companionship from it. You know, when we feel alone, we have to realize that we're never alone. You're surrounded by living beings. You're surrounded by life all the time. When you're upset, when nobody understands you, when you have nobody to talk to, you can talk to plants. I mean, that sounds silly, but you'd be surprised how effective it is to be able to talk to something that's purely a space. That's it. There's just a space for you and your emotions, your feelings at the time, and being able to talk and practice acknowledgement, all the other habits we're going to go into down the road, which is uh, one of them is acknowledgement, you know, saying words of praise, praying, all these different things. Plants are great practice partners, you know, and they, they require less work than animals in that sense. You know, having an aloe vera plant is much less work than having a puppy dog. And you can practice taking care of it, talking to it, acknowledging it, and it can be a space for you to develop these vital, vital skills of being more grateful. So very interesting, simple habit, which is talking to plants. And again, you know, they are the other side of the coin. We are in a symbiotic relationship with them. So there's a lot of interesting things. If you if you really truly believe that, and you believe these are really true living creatures, not just inanimate objects that happen to be growing, uh, there's some phenomenal breakthroughs you can get from that. So the first suggestion is to have one conversation with a plant per day. Make it a genuine conversation, and maybe it could just be a quiet conversation where you sit under a tree, just close your eyes, and you commune with that tree. See what message does it have for you? You know, what message do you have for it? You know, what conversation could you have? And see, you know, ask it a question and see what answer you get. These types of things, they sound really woo-woo. They sound really out there. But what they really are is allowing yourself to tune into intuition, to tune into non-local mind, as it's called, uh, you know, to tune into the greater consciousness and and really allow that to speak to you. Again, cynicism, the eighth obstacle, will close your mind, will close your mind off to all this stuff and say, oh, that's stupid, that's, you know, silly. And you have to watch yourself for that because when we think that way, we shut ourselves off to possibility. We shut ourselves off to something greater, that, that greater consciousness. And it's very true. Science is proving that now. It's not just a, a hokey pokey, you know, metaphysical new age idea. Science is proving that consciousness is all that there is. You know, consciousness is the source, the greater, con- the non-local mind. And when you can tune into that by giving, surrendering control with your analytical mind, when you sit under a tree and you stop trying to understand and logic your way through it and just ask a question and just listen and let your intuitive mind pick up the the, the answer. You're suspe- you're, what you're doing, not only you're in the moment you're relaxing, but what you're doing is practicing a very vital skill 
That's why this whole talking to plants deal is so important. You're practicing a vital skill of listening and of using your intuition. And when you do that, that helps you connect back to curiosity, to awe, to, to all these different things that ultimately also connect you to gratitude and appreciation, not being jaded, not being cynical, and so on. So have at least one conversation a day with a plant. It could be a different plant, could be the same plant, but make it genuine and and be you know really in that moment like it's an actual person. So important. Number two, spend at least 15 minutes a day observing plants as people. And what does that mean? So this is an interesting that, that kind of I experienced a long time ago, back in college for the first time. I didn't really understand it until later. But imagine you're walking through a park and most of the time we look at plants as these inanimate objects that are just kind of there. But what if you could look at them in such a way that you could notice them looking at you? Now, they don't have eyes, but the moment that you're aware that they are aware of you, it's a strange feeling. It's a very interesting feeling, but try it. Try it next time you're with, you know, you're around some plants, a tree or something like that, and notice them. Notice them noticing you, like giant creatures looking at you. Not in a scary way, but just like, huh, oh, okay, you're here. The moment you notice them, they notice you. And it's a very interesting experience, to say the least. And when you do that, you get reconnected to this idea, that symbiotic relationship, that sense of I'm never alone, that I'm connected to something greater. Again, all these little antidotes to the natural self-destructive nature of the brain to constantly think that it's alone, that the world is this dangerous moving separate parts there's no there's no harmony to it all you know that's that's a natural self-destructive thought pattern and when you can practice releasing that and seeing the greater connection seeing these types of things you can develop the skills to to navigate out of that mindset much faster and not convince yourself of that cynical reality so the third one, the third suggestion I have for you in this talk to plants is pick an inspiring word or phrase and say it every day to a plant nearby. So what does that mean? So whether it's the same plant in your house or outside, pick a word or a phrase like I love you or I am loved or today is beautiful or you are beautiful, whatever it is. You know, they've done experiments on the difference between, I think it was at UCLA or something like that, where they had two plants and they put them in these cases and a recording was placed in each plant that would constantly play. One recording was like good positive words. The other recording was like, oh, I hate you. You're stupid. All this kind of stuff. I kind of feel bad for the plants, but basically they tracked how these plants grew over time. And the one with the positive grew like phenomenally. It was very robust and verdant and, and beautiful. And the one that had the negative stuff it was like withered and it was dying. It was, it was terrible. It's it crazy, absolutely crazy. But you know what? It makes sense because when we speak, we are creating energy. That energy doesn't just have meaning, an arbitrary like meaning that we are putting on it. There's energy to it. And that energy shapes the world around you. That's why complaining is so dangerous. You know, we see the effects in the physical form on a plant. But imagine you complain every day. What that? What is that doing to your body? Every day, every minute, sorry, every second, every second, you have 800,000 new cells being born into your body. Get your head around that for a second. 
you know, I interviewed Dr. Dawson Church on the podcast and on his book called Mind to Matter. It's on my recommended reading list. If you get the, if you go to the gratitudemap.com and you get the courses, the second course is Principles for Dynamic Life. Huge, huge course. A lot of stuff in there. I mean, literally my entire life's download of being successful and happy and everything I could possibly think of is in there. But in there, you also have my recommended reading list of books that have changed my life. And one of them was this Mind to Matter by Dr. Dawson Church. I interviewed him recently. And gosh, such a phenomenal book. But one of the things that really stuck with me is this idea that 800,000 new cells are born every second. Every second, 800,000 new cells. Now that's crazy because if you have a negative emotion and you're complaining or you're upset or angry or whatever, sad, depressed, every second that's ticking away, tick, 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 and you're in that emotion, you're birthing 800,000 you know, like cells that are affected by that energy field. There's no wonder that we get diseased, that we get tired, that we get low-functioning bodies, or we get cancer, all these things. So it really puts the emphasis on making sure that you have the right attitude all the time. You know, so when we, we're talking about talking to plants, it's a great way to practice having a good attitude because the plant doesn't have any judgments. It doesn't have an opinion when you're talking to it. It doesn't have like, you know, it's not going to say, oh, pff, well, why didn't you say it this way or whatever else? You know, it's a space. That's why it's so powerful. And again, watch the part of your mind that says, oh, this is stupid. This is silly. It's not going to work. Try it out. You know, this is one of the, one of the 12 habits, but it's a great habit to develop a relationship with plants in such a way that you're connected to them, that you see them as living beings that can listen to you, that you can take care of them, that you're an exchange. You don't just take for granted. You get the shade, you get the food from them, you 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 can commune with them. They, they help to heal you when you're out among nature. There's actually people in countries that are prescribing, I think in Japan, they're prescribing forest therapy. So basically, literally, people go out in the forest and... To, to clear their emotions. And it's true because the, the heart, your heart is a huge magnetic field. And when you're upset, when you're angry, you have negative emotions, that magnetic field is charged up. You can feel it. Like when somebody's pissed off in the room or you can feel it. And we, we feel that because we interpret the magnetic field. It's like a credit. It's like the information on a credit card. Your magnetic field is charged up with those negative emotions. And when you go out in nature, I call it heart scrubbing, but it's like that, that, clean atmosphere because plants don't have opinions. They don't have all this negative stuff that we go through. That neutral space allows you to kind of dissolve these negative emotions that you have. So it's very important to develop a good relationship with plants, to see them as healers, to see them as, as your friends, as your companions, because it, again, it helps you cure this idea that you're alone, cure this idea that the world is just this dangerous, unconnected thing that you have no place in it, all that kind of stuff. Very, very critical for developing a gratitude practice. So learn to talk to plants, learn to see them as people in a sense, like looking back at you. Very, It's a very interesting feeling. Every time I do it, it really uh, blows my mind. So get present to that. So you have three different suggestions for this one. The first one is have a conversation once a day with a plant. Number two is spend at least 15 minutes observing plants as people. Just look at them. No judgment. Just see what it's like for them to look at you and just like to be present with that plant. You know, it sounds silly, but once you really get it, like I said, it'll blow your mind. And the third one is pick an inspiring word or phrase and say it every day to a plant nearby. 
And again, that could be something like, you're beautiful, I love you, whatever else. But see what impact that has on you. Because a plant in many ways, it's like a mirror. Because they're a space. And so when you get to practice that every day, your words create your reality. And it's a, it's an interesting effect. I'm really curious. Let me know how that goes for you if, you if you choose that one. So the way this goes is you have 12 different habits. We're on the fourth now. And you got to pick three. And out of those three, pick one of the suggestions, at least. You can pick more than if you want or make up your own. And create your own custom daily gratitude practice. And then commit to doing those three things every day. Whether it's talk to plants, doing creative stuff, you know, investing in yourself. Let's say that's your gratitude practice. You know, we're going to be looking at a bunch of other ones in the next couple of weeks, but that's the hella grateful challenge. Pick three habits. And again, we got a couple more weeks at this. If you want to jump in, go to the gratitudemap.com. You can get the free book. Uh, it also comes with a workbook. If you want to jump into that as well, it'll help to guide you. You have a daily gratitude practice group. You can jump into that too. So really get that jump started in your life and, uh, and create your own custom gratitude practice and see over the course of two weeks of really committing to it, what changes. I'm really curious to know. Let me know. You can email me, tutor, T-U-D-O-R, at danceoflife.com. Likewise, if you found value in what we're doing so far, share it with a friend. You know, gratitude is something. My goal with this gratitude practice group is to get it to 10,000 people. And that's not so I can sell more books. I don't advertise in there at all. And I don't let anybody else promote in there because it's surely for, to, as a space to help you grow and practice gratitude. But my goal is to really impact the, the community, the global community, the, the community here in the, in the United States, wherever else the people are at, to impact them in a positive way with gratitude. And by having a simple group that you can go into and share what you're grateful for or read things that other people are grateful for, I think that's a there's a very profound effect to that. It's not just a feed that it's like an inspirational feed on Instagram. That's different. Those are little like blips and then you just check out. It's very different when somebody else, a real live human being, shares a genuine story about what they're grateful for. Because you read that and you vicariously experience that and you're like, wow, hmm, it makes you think about what's, what you should be grateful for in your life. So it's a very interesting experience, very different than just a motivational feed. And my goal is to get it to 10,000 people and I want to sign a National Gratitude Day into the calendar because I think we need that. I think we need more gratitude in everything that we do, ultimately as a society, as a, as a community, as a global community, and, and everything else. It'll help us connect to nature, connect to one another, connect to what we have, have a more sustainable future, and every other good thing. You know, again, gratitude is half the battle, and progress is very important, but progress without gratitude is not sustainable and it's not healthy. Uh, so I hope this has made a difference in your life. We got eight more really awesome habits to get into. So stay tuned. We have some other really cool stuff coming up. Again, check out the website. You get some free, if you go to the website, danceoflife.com, you can get a free workbook there and also some free lessons that you can kind of get this stuff jump-started in. Or you can go get the free book at thegratitudemap.com and jump into it as well. Uh, they're pretty quick about delivering it, so you get some other cool stuff too. So a lot of goodies for you. I really hope to inspire you to take this into your life. So we're going to be really doing this in the next couple of weeks. Thank you so much for joining me. And make sure you talk to a plant today. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you guys next week as we talk about the fifth habit praying. And it's not going to be religious praying, but really something much deeper than that, that we're all equipped 
to access that higher non-local mind that is the source of all abundance and all beauty in your life. Have an awesome, awesome day, and I'll see you guys very soon. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.